0: Welcome to the Sheriff's Report with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. This podcast is part of the Henderson County Network. Good morning, Sheriff, how you doing? Doing great, how are you, Mike? I am doing outstanding, a little sore today. (laughs) A Little sore today, but that's a different story. All right, we had a lot to talk about today, including a really big weekend coming up. Um, So let's get started as we always do with the stats.
1: Yes, sir. Since we met last week, we've booked in 105 individuals, 26 females, 79 males. Um, there's 424 in jail today. Uh, average has been 389 this year so far. Out of the 424, there's 133 contract inmates, being Rockwall, Smith County, Vanzant County, or United States Marshall Inmates.
0: All right, looking pretty good, and again we we talk all the time uh, about those contract inmates and how they impact the budget and how they impact the bottom line, which will actually lead us into the first topic we want to talk about today, which is it's budget time, your budget's due to the county judge
1: soon. Yes, it's actually due this Friday um, to the county judge, Um, so I've been uh, in budget mode for a while now uh, but especially the last couple of days here I mean we're looking at all the line items and seeing um, what all uh, expenses we think we're going to have in the year of 2022 and uh, trying to get it all lined out um, it's it's not exciting work but it's it's necessary work and and two uh, you know the sheriff's office is the biggest part of the Henderson county budget I mean I've got over a 13 million dollar budget for the sheriff's office. Now that's divided up into law enforcement and the jail. Um, <clears throat> but you know, that's my responsibility to see, oversee and and make sure we're where we need to be on that. And, and uh, you know, and, and we also got to look at uh, when you talk about preparing for a budget, you also got to be thinking about and making sure that you're giving the citizens
0: do that, folks. You're right here in the office of Anderson County <laughs> Sheriff, Bodie
1: <Buddy> Hill. <laughs> yes, sir. But you, you got to make sure you're giving the citizens everything you can give them um, for the money that's allotted to you. So uh, uh, it's a stressful time. It really is. Um, but I, I do enjoy working with the budget also. And uh, so that's what I'll be finishing my week out. I've got a few meetings, but but uh, most of it's going to be focused on the budget and getting it prepared so i can present to commissioner's court during the workshops that will be coming up soon
0: all right so you know some people who aren't used to this budget process may be thinking to themselves may's not even over in 2021 and you're talking about
1: 2022
0: yes well this is a long process so let's walk through this process the first thing is you go through, and you have to put together your proposed budget for your department, your your section of county government, um, and that takes interior, on the inside. I'm sure you have somebody who does stuff and brings you stuff for the jail, somebody yes. who brings stuff to you from the patrol side, someone who brings stuff to you from the investigation side, and all these different things, and it all funnels into you. Then you kind of mold that into what it is, what we need, new things, new equipment, new training, whatever that is. Yes. Now that goes to the county judge because according to the Texas Constitution, the county judge is constitutionally mandated to be the one in charge
1: of the county budget. Yes sir, yes sir. He'll send out a notice basically saying you've got till this date to get me your budget request. And that's when we really start working with everybody, looking at everything. And then, of course, he put the deadline on it. It would be this Friday. Uh, we have to have it back into him and completed. Um, and then, of course, then he's gonna compile everybody's numbers together. He'll work very closely with the audit office. And then and then it'll go from him to the commissioner's court. When I say the commissioner's court, we'll have several workshops basically working this out, going line by line. Uh, They go over expenses and revenues and in every department uh, countywide, it's a very long process. And then once they get it, once they feel comfortable and then too at the workshops, that's when I get to present my proposed budget to the court as a body. Uh, They don't make any decisions. Uh, you know, we just basically, it's an open workshop where we talk about it and discuss it, and I have to justify what I'm asking for. Right.
0: And that happens for, so we're saying, and these are open meetings. Yes. The public can probably. come watch this if they want. Yes. Um, but what we're talking about is, we're talking about the sheriff's office, so obviously you're going to be in front of Commissioner Scott, and just, okay, they've got your budget, and as an example, commissioners, one of the commissioners may say, okay, sheriff, Uh, Here you're asking for an increase of 10% for meals in the jail, for instance. Why did that go up? And And you haven't been able to tell them what happened.
1: And that is one of the line items that I'm asking, I will be asking for this year to go up because my population is up. I've got more inmates in custody. I have to feed more people. Um, And, I mean, you just basically have to justify the numbers that you set in there, and then it's up to them to... uh, Right, because they have to
0: balance it it all. Because when you do that, you know, after you're done, maybe the district attorney's going to come in and do that. And then the county attorney has to do it, and the county um, uh, uh, clerk has to do it, and the district clerk. And there's just the entire group of officials has to come in and do this, go through the same exact process, which, again, like you said, takes several meetings. And then after that, you got to go through the public hearings and all. Once the budget gets together, the entire budget, the entire county budget gets together, then we have to go through the public hearings and everything that are prescribed by law. Yes, and before the commissioners can vote on the 2022 budget. Which won't happen until, like, September, right? Yes, yes. So we're starting, you started this probably April? Yes, into April. So... It takes from April all the way through September to put together this budget. So there you go, folks. If you, th- I everybody says you know tax dollars, tax dollars, and that we understand that, but your county government takes a long time to figure out exactly what to do with these tax dollars, and I have seen some of those. Um, some of those workshops yes. between the county commissioners and the different elected officials who are in in charge of their different areas and uh, they can they can get a bit
1: intense at times a hundred percent they can uh, I mean naturally the elected official is there they feel very strongly in what they're asking for and and the commissioners are going to be there feeling very strongly and trying to save as much money as they can, sure. and uh, of course the elected officials, they, they, they try to do that too, but sometimes needs arise as laws change.
0: Yeah. Well, again, as you said, you, the, the population, the average population has increased over last year, and as long as you still have these, um, these, these contracts yes with these outside entities to have more inmates in here that's going to stay the same it makes sense that you're going to need more food right that just makes common sense so we're going to need to increase that budget some
1: yes yes and then fuel costs this year fuel sure. cost has been been down the last few years we haven't it hasn't been an issue i foresee it being an issue in 2022 i mean so i mean there's there's just a lot of things to talk about and a lot of decisions to make and everybody's just got to try to do what's best for Henderson County.
0: We've seen those years where the fuel costs skyrocket and they weren't, um, that was not anticipated in the budget and how much that can wreck a budget, especially for a a department like yours that relies so much on
1: being out in the public. Yes, I mean, uh, some of the deputies are filling up twice in a 12-hour shift. Um, and when you think you got six deputies on patrol every 12 hours, two fuel tanks per shift, uh, it, that it adds, it adds up, up in a hurry.
0: Real fast. As the, as the man said, that adds up real fast and quickly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So um, that's the process going on, and we will keep uh, you, dear listener, in the loop as we go through this and what's going on with the budget. Uh, so you, you know what's happening. But again, you heard what the sheriff said. We're talking about a 13000000 million-plus budget for your sheriff's yes. office. So, all right. Hey, let's move on. One of the things we want to talk about, too, is that this is a really big weekend for a couple of reasons. Obviously, Fiddler's is coming up. It's the end of the school year. But the whole thing kicks off Saturday morning with the walk-a-mile-in-her-shoes event for the east texas crisis center and you've been a big part of that for several years
1: <clears throat> yes sir i'm uh, the east texas crisis centers had a a annual walk a mile in hershoes. Um, it's a great event it's a fun event um basically it's guys coming out that uh, walk a mile in high heels in red high heels and uh it's basically a fundraiser for the east texas crisis center um and uh To be honest, I have walked that mile in in high heels. It's not easy to do. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. This year, of course, for the past several years, I've always had a team in it. There'll be deputies from the sheriff's office that are walking the mile. I will be starting the race um, for the East Texas Crisis Center. Um, I really, that group and organization does so much for Henderson County. It's an honor for them to uh, reach out to me and ask me to be a part of of their fundraiser. Um, that's a, a a great organization. I want to tell them thank you, and I hope their fundraiser is successful. It has been in the past. I don't foresee it uh, uh, falling this year. It's going to be it's just a lot of fun. Um, you know, they walk a mile and they have a, a sprint race and and uh, there's that's all different crazy by the way. <laughs> yes, it is because like
0: is. you, I have been a part of this pretty much since the beginning this um, and and have walked it. I, I broke a heel on lap one <laughs> one year and had to go up and down and up and down for three more laps. So uh, I've been there, but then there's these guys that will do the 100-yard dash in yes. those high heels, I had no idea how they do that.
1: I, I do not. I've never attempted it, and I will not. I will not. That, that asphalt looks like it would hurt. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, it would. I mean, you know, you already have uh, a lot of guys out there with the red duct tape yes. taping the shoes onto their feet. Um, and your guys, I think it's interesting that your guys are usually out there in tactical gear, yes. so they're walking in tactical gear with the red high heels. Hey listen folks, the East Texas Crisis Center is one of the really important organizations in our community. Um, They help victims of domestic violence and sexual assault violence. Um, And the way they do that a lot of the times is working with law enforcement and working with the court system. To do things like get um, restraining orders and these type of things plus they have a lot of programs for
1: the victims. Yes yes I mean it's an excellent organization they work hand-in-hand with the district attorney's office and the county attorney's office um, getting protective orders issued a lot of times in an in a family violence situation the law enforcement you know make the arrest bring the individual to jail we can get what's called an emergency protective order that the uh, arraigning judge can issue if they see fit that there's enough uh, evidence and they feel comfortable issuing the order but that thing expires and that's where the east texas crisis center steps in and uh, gets the uh, victims to court and can get orders that are you know a year and two years uh, basically just trying to protect people and they do an outstanding job uh, here in Henderson County. And of course, M2, you know, they can set them up with counseling sessions, and they, they've just got so many uh, avenues for help for these individuals that, that, that need it. And the number of people that they help every year just grows and grows. It grows every year.
0: So, hey, look, um, this is not just an opportunity for guys to walk around in red high heels. No. This is to raise money. And I know that the uh, Sheriff's Office would love if somebody out there listening wanted to uh, make a donation in the name of the Sheriff's Office uh, to the East Texas Crisis Center. If you just call the Sheriff's Office, uh, and, it, and we can get them signed up that
1: way. Yes. Uh, give us that number real it's quick. It's uh, 903-675-5128. And of course, ask for me, Sheriff Hill House, and we can discuss it. and. And, uh, yes, it's a a great organization, and it will be money well spent.
0: All right, and so that event takes place Saturday morning, the same weekend as Fiddlers. And so it's Fiddlers time in Athens. Um, Yeah, I think. And the neat thing is this is the first time in two years we're going to have real Fiddlers as long as the weather holds up.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. The street dances on Friday night, street dance on Saturday night, the farmer's market, another market, all kinds of stuff going on. The carnival's going the on. The carnival's
1: coming back. And, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I always enjoy going out there and, and uh, listening to the Fiddlers contest. There's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of talent here in Henderson County that people don't realize. You're not going to realize it until you come out and listen to it and uh it's 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 a lot of fun uh you just kick back underneath those big beautiful trees get in some shade there's usually some wind coming through there it's all it's uh it's just it's just a lot of fun to be part of and it basically kicks off our summer here in henderson county
0: yeah that, i think that um, there's very few i mean if you want a picture of a americana yes sir just come to the courthouse square during fiddlers, and you will get, you know, as American as you possibly can with the Fiddler Festival, And but you're right. The big thing about that, too, is that it is the traditional kickoff of summer here in Henderson County, and, you know, summer means something different
1: to the sheriff's <laughs> office. It does. It does. It means a lot of work, to be honest with you. Um <clears throat> you know fiddlers goes on then most of your graduation ceremonies go on and I want to congratulate all the seniors that are graduating um, this weekend um, starting your new lives we wish you the best here at the sheriff's office and then uh, of course it's Memorial Day weekend everybody will be hitting the lakes we've got three lakes here in Henderson County Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very busy weekend it always is there'll be a lot of calls. Uh, we'll be taking a lot of calls. We'll be responding to a lot of calls. We'll have extra manpower out on all on Lake Palestine and um, Cedar Creek Lake. We'll be have our boat patrol out there. Um, we're out there basically just to make sure everybody's doing the right thing, being safe, and having a good time. Um, if you get stranded out on a boat, you can call the sheriff's office. We'll come out and and we're already going to be on the water so. We come out and help you uh, get back to land, whatever you need. Um, But we got to remember we're all out there to have a good time, but we got to be safe. Um, You know, there will be a lot of enforcement going on. Uh, The game wardens will be out on the lakes with us. And, uh, you know, one of our main priorities is going to be focusing on uh, BWIs, which is boating while intoxicated. Um, You know, we – There's going to be so many people and I actually think this is going to be one of the largest years on the lakes
0: from the people wanting to get out
1: from people wanting to get out you know everybody was kind of at the house last year we didn't do this last year um it's going to be well we're seeing our events this year have just been bigger naturally because people are trying to get out of the house and and it's 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 going to be a, a number one it's going to be a lot of work here at the sheriff's office. It's gonna be a lot of fun, but uh, we've, we've gotta focus on safety and, and gotta be safe. And there'll be a lot of boating checks too. I mean, <clears throat> game wardens and our deputies will be out there checking, make sure you've got all the safety equipment. We want you out there enjoying yourself, but we also gotta make sure that everybody on a, uh, a boat is is doing the right thing and has all the safety equipment in case something bad happens. We see it from time to time, and and uh, we don't want any tragedy happening this weekend. Um, So we're gonna be out there doing the best we can. And then on the street side, the summer is literally like a light switch at the sheriff's office. The kids get out of school for the summer, and it's like somebody has turned the light switch on, and our calls just skyrocket. Mm -hmm. And uh, naturally, there's more people at home. Um, There's um, Just stuff happens and the summer months are extremely busy for us here at the sheriff's office so uh, you know we're prepared we know what's what's going to happen what normally happens we think it's going to be a busier year this year than what we've seen in the past and uh, i mean we're looking forward to doing what we got to do but uh, we just want everybody number one to take care of each other and be safe do the right thing uh, have a lot of fun, but you, you've got to be safe and do the right thing. Yeah, that's, that's some great advice. One of the things I wanted to hit on
0: really quickly before we get out of here is, and I don't remember exactly when it was. It was in the last couple of three years. Um, the sheriff's office was able to get a second boat, Yes, and that has made a huge difference in what you can do in covering the lakes. So, remind me about that boat.
1: Yes, we actually bought a... Uh, We bought a new boat to us, it was used. Um, And so we've we've had one boat for years and it always seems like we picked the wrong lake to patrol. Something would happen on another lake and we would have, I mean, we'd always respond, but your response time, when you think you're on the water, you get the call, you gotta go to the shore, you gotta hook up and then go to the other lake on the other side of the county. So your response time is, is really bad. I mean, it's hour, hour and a half. So we went ahead and purchased, with seizure money, uh, a secondary boat. That way, during these big holiday weekends, we could have a boat out on the lake patrolling on both lakes, and we could be prepared. Um, and naturally, too, people don't realize, these lakes are large. So, I mean, your response time can still be slow. <laughs> um, but now
0: I remember from when I was uh, working at the Cedar Creek Pilot every year, we put out a uh thing about the lake and the lake has something like 313 miles of coastline
1: yes i mean uh, the lakes are huge um, but having a boat already on that water uh, has helped us tremendously and uh, i've got 10 certified uh, deputies here that are marine certified that can enforce marine laws on the water Sure, I'm hearing a little scuttlebutt from the deputies, though. They all want to be on the newer boats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can understand that. Everybody wants the new boat. That makes but, uh, sense to me. But, yeah, we really enjoy it. Those deputies enjoy it. Uh, we have fun, and it's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity to uh, – uh, meet new people out there.
0: So are, are specific deputies assigned to these boats? Do they have special training? Or is it just a regular patrol officer who is in a boat
1: instead of a car? Actually, we, they do have to have uh, at least one of them on the boat has to have be certified as a marine safety officer. So they do have to have special training. I will always have at least two people on the boat Um, That secondary officer can basically uh, be just a regular deputy there for safety reasons, just basically a backup unit on the water for them. Um, But uh, we were lucky enough when we started this program and talking about getting two boats, I had ten deputies say, hey, I want to do that. So we sent them all to school, got them certified. Um, So I've got ten marine safety deputies uh, here at the sheriff's office. And then, of course, they know uh, during the holidays that come up, where there's going to be 4th of July, Memorial Weekend, stuff like that where there's going to be a lot of lake traffic, and they just sign up um, for certain shifts during the three-day uh, weekend.
0: All right. Well, there you go, folks. Summer's going to be big this year. I think we all agree with that, just that fact that everybody was locked down at this time last year because of the pandemic yes. and everybody wanting to get out and, and like, do two years worth of stuff in one <laughs> yes, summer sir. and so um please be careful that's the main that's the main thing right now and the other thing is come on don't 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 drink and vote no. um you don't it's not worth it and you don't want to ruin your life um every year we see here in Henderson County tragedy on the lakes I mean it seems like every single year yeah something there's a drowning there's a boat crash there's somebody that there's something that happens every year on the lakes
1: and that's why we're going to be out there enforcing in numbers um and every year the game wardens work very very close with us and uh, there's basically zero tolerance for boating while intoxicated they uh, make a lot of a i will have my command trailer posted out on cedar creek lake for the game wardens Um, to basically make things easier for them. I'll have a deputy there. Um, we will have nursing staff there. That way, if they do catch somebody, they go to the command post, they get a search warrant, they draw your blood, the deputy will transport you to jail so they can get right back out on the water and don't have to come all the way to Athens. So, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be highly enforced.
0: All right, so there you go. There's, there's the warning, folks. Not that anybody wants to stop your fun, no. We just want to keep it safe for everyone. Sheriff, thank you very much for letting us come in to see what's going in on in our sheriff's office. And I know that uh, your favorite thing, you've got a lot of paper to shuffle <laughs> yes, sir. for the next few days so that you can get your budget into Friday. And we will see you next week. I'll see you Saturday morning. Yes, sir. walk a mile. Everybody, thank you for listening.
1: Thank you.